0: Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan, and we both licensed professional counselors in Oregon here to open up our lives and minds with you. We are your companion on the journey to grow your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To
1: get you started, we've got a free email course on our website, ShrinkthinkPodcast.com forward slash course, with practical steps on overcoming your fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hey there, welcome again to the Shrink Think podcast and Happy New Year. It is still the beginning of 2022 and we're still excited to be here. We love being here on this podcast, helping to bridge the gap between clients and therapists. Today, we want to talk a bit about your goals. And it's again, we've done this before. Last year, we talked about uh, New Year's resolutions. Actually, we did not talk about them because I kind of hate New Year's resolutions I am not a bandwagon person at all. If everybody's a <laughs> funny story, when the hunger games came out, everybody was, was saying like, Oh, the hunger games. It's so good. Have you seen it? And like, everybody's watching it. Yeah, it's so good. I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> and then like years later, I watched it. I was like, that was really good. <laughs> um, so anyway, New Year's resolutions are like the hunger games. <laughs> uh, put that on a t-shirt. We want to talk about, Um, how to i guess to give you some resources for getting on track with your goals for a new year and i want to give you this um i'm calling it a resource kit and as nathan and i were talking about this before airing he was like so what is it what's the resource kit and i'm like it's this little cellophane bag that people will take home and i'm like yeah and where is it and i'm like it's in your mind these (laughs) resources are internal resources that you can take home As a result of listening to this podcast to make your life and your therapy better. So what are those resources? They are acceptance, number one, openness and curiosity, number two, and then your goals and values will be number three. So essentially, I want to help you to look back on this past year, 2021, and help you to look forward toward 2022 where you want to go, anything that you might want to do differently, or if you're just wanting you want to continue on with more of the same in your therapy. Right. This is all about like helping you with your goals in therapy. Um, And these are the resources that that we want to give you today. So, Nathan, as we talk about that, for starters, this resource kit, like what's your reaction or how do you interpret this resource kit that I've laid beautifully in front of you with a bow on it?
0: Yeah, you know how you have that bandwagon reaction? <laughs> my personality has that towards, here, let's set some goals. I go, no. <laughs> I will up. figure that out. Like, on my, on my own, I will be awesome because I, I know myself and I'll figure it out as I go. Um, however, I'm a little older and I've realized that does not serve me too wonderfully. Um, so, so I've realized like your personality is like, great, let's do this. And mine's like, meh, you know, I'll figure it out. And so, but I've learned over the course of time that a good plan and really taking a few moments to kind of understand what's going on is really helpful. And I think ultimately what you're saying is, okay, let's take a look at this. But also as you were bringing this up, as we were talking about, um, what we were going to talk about with this, um, I think there is actually a way that it needs to happen in order for it to be efficient. You can't just decide that like, okay, let's make some goals. You you can't do that.
1: Exactly. It's a little bit of a structure, if you will. Um, it's a strategy, if you will, for moving from where you are into where you want to go. And I think when you have a strategy, you're more likely to be successful because you've thought about ahead of time how are you going to go about this goal thing and you've identified some of the obstacles um, that might get in your way let me i'll just throw something out there really quickly there's this whole thing called stages of change and it's by um, i think it was um, protrasca and d clemente a couple of guys that um, came up with this uh, based on a bunch of research and it's this circle that's like a wheel you start out at um, like the six o'clock position and you move counterclockwise all the way around back to the six o'clock position. Um, And you go through this process of change, not just like deciding you want to set a goal, working toward the goal, achieving the goal. I think that's how a lot of people think about it, like just three simple steps. But actually what they found is that people, when you make a change, you go through this process of, no, I don't think I really want to change. Okay, maybe I should probably make a change. It probably would be good for me, but I'm not exactly sure how. OK, I think I need to make a plan for myself. And if I have this plan, then I can start to work it out and follow it. OK, now I'm following it. uh Oh, I just dis- I-, I discovered that there are some issues with the plan. I need to kind of fill those holes and adjust here. OK, I think I've got a new plan that's going to uh, adjust and fit those things well. And then that either is going to lead you towards success or you're going to fail and discover, oh, that was like a major issue that I missed out on. So that whole that whole stages of change wheel that I just described is a process that really shows that having a strategy is an important part of the process that helps you to know what your potential obstacles are and then what your strategy is going to be for achieving that goal. So all that said, um, let's dive into the three pieces that we talked about. Acceptance being the first one.
0: Yeah. One thing that I want to mention, though, that you maybe don't know that you just said (laughs) Is that like on this on the strategy portion, like for the folks that are out there, they're like, oh, let's make a goal and let's then we're going to strategize to get there. Like what what really what you're saying is, nope, we're not doing it that way. You're actually not going to make a goal. You actually have to back up um, and look at what's actually happening in order for you to even have a goal, because if you don't have an accurate goal, it might as well be no goal, like not happening at all.
1: Exactly. Right. So thank you for for bringing that up, because if you're if you're thinking like, okay, what's my goal? The goal is tell me all about the problem. We're going to look at the problem. We're going to understand the problem of what's not happening or what didn't happen over this past year. Um, And maybe there will be some successes in that. um, But essentially, acceptance is all about looking at what is and what has been. So it's very past oriented and it's developing some acceptance about, yeah, I don't like that that was the case, but that that is the reality of the situation.
0: So the first thing you're talking about is going over acceptance. As as far as when you're you're sitting down now, here we are at shrink thing. We're doing something for the future.
1: We're making goals for the future, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And the first thing we're going to do <laughs> is acceptance. Is acceptance, <laughs> yes, over the past, over what was, if and if it's a good thing, if it's like okay, I um, I wanted to, uh, I mentioned exercise before get healthier. Uh, maybe your goal to start with for 2021 was to get healthier. And maybe you did that. Um, uh, maybe you, uh, you achieved a whole heck of a lot and that was awesome. And you want to get better at that. Awesome. That's great. You can look at what worked well and continue doing those things. But also if you're wanting to improve, or if you're wanting to, to do something differently, you're going to have to look at what are some of the problems with that. So maybe, If you got in shape and now you want to get into bodybuilding, like, okay, some of the little choices that you were making or some of the habits that you have or the um, issues that you have going on, the coping that you've got going on, it's not going to work anymore. So we need to look at those things and understand those problems, so to speak, in order to make some improvements on them.
0: So how would you relate? There's a the word acceptance when I think of this as a therapist also relates to a grief process a lot. So how does that fit with what you're saying?
1: Great. You just, you just made this process more painful than it needed to be. No, then you're right. You're exactly right. It's not, it's not more painful than it needed to be. It's as painful as it needs to be. So you're actually, you're aligning yourself with what the truth is, what the reality of your situation is or your life or your choices. And you're saying, Maybe you're on the other side and you're like, I want to get healthier and exercise this year, but you gained nine pounds over last year. That's that sucks. You know, nobody wants to look at that and face that reality. But maybe it's true. Maybe all of your your efforts and all of your best intentions led to that. Okay, there is a grief process of like, wow, I really thought I could make this work. I really thought I could get myself in a better position, get healthier get my cholesterol down, get off some of these um, heart medications that I'm on, that my doctor put me on. But no, that's not true. So part of that first step is looking at, well, what went wrong? I was trying to do this goal or work towards this goal last year. It didn't work out. And yeah, I've got some grief about that.
0: Yeah, and, and highlighting the word didn't, not can't. It doesn't mean it can't work out. It means whatever the heck you did, did not work. And the, the, what this process of acceptance is really about is trying to understand what didn't work and what did work. But in order for that, in order for you to understand it from what I'm hearing from you, you're going to have to actually take stock of everything that really happened.
1: Right. And if you're going to therapy, then this would be one of those hard times where maybe you want to put a, a goal in front of your therapist and you want to say, oh, I want to work towards this or I really wanted to do this. At this point, you have to take a really honest look and get some very honest feedback from your therapist um, and even from yourself about yourself for what really happened. So maybe you look back and you say, you know, I really wanted to make some improvements in my health, my mental health, my relationships, and I didn't do that. And now we need to start asking those questions of why we need to get into some openness and to some curiosity. That would be the, the second resource or the second step if we're looking back, we're looking at honestly what happened and we have to have some openness and some, some curiosity about it. We need to see like, yeah, you had well intentioned or you have, you had good intentions for wanting to get up early or wanting to work out after work or eat better. But the reality of the situation was you were a lot more depressed than you thought you would be, or it was a lot harder to do those cold morning workouts or, to do those hard CrossFit workouts, because it hurts so much. And you found yourself not wanting to do that and giving up a lot more easily. So there's some acceptance over Yeah, that is the reality of maybe what my personality is, or the abilities that I have right now. And so maybe I need to accept that that goal was too high or out of reach, or I didn't seriously take into consideration some of the struggles that I actually have, and develop a good strategy to deal with them.
0: Yeah, I was thinking when you're saying that about desire, it's like, what do you want? Well, like looking back um, on my own change process, there was a period of time where I was like, well, what will work out best for me is if I can work out in the morning because then I could do it every single day because I work too late at night and it's unrealistic, right? So for a solid five weeks, I was working out in the morning every day because there was a gym at the office I was at and it was horrific um, it never got better. It was evil. And I had to come to terms with the fact that like, you know, I'm probably just not a morning workout person. I actually felt very weird. My body didn't feel right. Um, I'm a night person. I could probably work out at one o'clock in the morning and be fine, which is, I know weird, but <laughs> for some of you, you're like, what? And it's true. Cause I have done that. Um, but coming to terms with it, it's also like, here's the other thing. What else do you want? I would like to be able to eat everything I want. <laughs> Like, was that realistic? Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> right. um, but, but remember that other thing you want. <laughs> You're going to have to sacrifice one of those goals for the other one. Right. So I think part of this is accepting what your desires are, like all of them, like what, like all sides of it, right. because the ones that where you want to be able to eat everything you want, as an example, is an absolute polarized conflict with you want to be ripped with a six pack that's not beer (laughs) it's not beer underneath your shirt because it's raining outside (laughs) don't let the beer get wet right and you want to be able to run a marathon while laughing you know the whole way because you have that much air Um, yeah that's gonna be not working out for you so you got to actually look at what's going on and see what you actually want because your wants are not going to be the same as everybody else's wants I mean, there there are people out there, you know them, and you're jealous, that want to have this perfect body more than they want anything else. And their body's pretty darn close to that. It's so annoying. Some people feel like they don't even have to try. <laughs> you should stop listening to us, right? No, no just kidding. You should keep listening. <laughs> Tell everybody about us. Yeah. But those same people, they're they are horrible people inside. That's, <laughs> that's what, I, that's right. what I, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: Anyway, so what? you might actually be dealing with some jealousy issues that you need to accept <laughs> is, what, is what I hear you saying.
0: Yeah, stop listening. So anyway, <laughs> is is the uh, with the acceptance process? What are, are is there anything else you wanted to highlight with that?
1: Yeah, no, I think you I think you nailed it. Um, there are a bunch of desires and you can even have competing desires. And when you look back over the past year, you can say sometimes the one desire won out and maybe most of the time the other desire won out. But in order to make a real good change and develop some realistic goals that are going to be good for me, I need to look I need to be able to see exactly what I'm dealing with. And so I've I've got like the 30 percent desire for the six pack and the 70 percent desire for the daily donut, the, the daily donut or the cheese stuffed <laughs> burger. Um, then I'm just like calculating the calories and like, <laughs> <Yeah>. wow, <laughs> you're
0: going to run a lot.
1: <laughs> exactly. Marathon every day. Um, if that desire was like a 70 percent, then realistically, I got to deal with my desires. My My goal can't be I want to have a six pack. It's it might have to shrink down based on what I'm actually dealing with. OK, so that's the acceptance part. Now we move into the openness and curiosity, and this is important because in order to take steps um, in the right now for what is and what potentially could be into the future, I need to have some some openness and curiosity about all the possibilities. A lot of people want to use judgment. They want to say, well, I can't do that or that's too hard or I tried that before or or like what you were saying before, of like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to do that. And it's like, wait a minute. Is that just your passion or is that are you actually um, realistically able to do that? Let's get curious and see are you actually able to get a six pack from where you're at now? And maybe the answer is like, no, I can't. But, um, cause I don't have time for that. And I'm not willing to, <laughs> to like make a spinach shake every day and have that <laughs> yeah, for oh two my. of
0: my three meals. <laughs> yeah. You're making this real easy to just wallow on a, on a couch. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> we really want you to listen to our podcast all, all the time, all day, every day. <laughs> So openness and curiosity for what is and what could be. This is kind of like the brainstorming. In order to brainstorm, you got to take out all the judgment. you got to be able to look at things um, objectively without any uh, criticism, without any judgment toward yourself. And this is something I'll say in therapy that a lot of times we can get stuck with. Uh, We can get stuck in that process as therapists. Somebody might say something. And I want to respond to it. And sometimes I do. And we'll take that rabbit trail. But what I found is that when somebody says something and I ask some why questions and I stay curious and I say, where does that come from? What's underneath that? Or is there anything more beyond that? I find that there's usually a deeper layer of things and then a deeper layer until we get to the root of things. So that openness and curiosity can help you dig down beneath the surface layers into some deeper issues or deeper needs or deeper desires that are really important for you to understand in order to make your your goals appropriate for yourself.
0: In some ways, that, you know, you've talked about this before, Aaron, is the idea of inverting almost what you said. So or what you just now said that your your therapist might sometimes do to you when you're in there, when you're trying to figure out your goals. And I can't do that. Okay, well, what would happen if that happened? Well, because then I would have this happen. Okay, if that happened, then what's the worst case? And so what your therapist is doing is trying to help understand the other side of it which is where all your fear is and like what is it exactly that is that is that is a belief that you don't even know that you have that's rendering everything you're doing is pretty much not going to happen like because ultimately you believe you know for example you are incapable of for example running five miles so but you make a goal of running six miles right um and you're gonna try really hard but for some reason you can just never do it well, and you find out later with, with therapy or whatever and, and this curiosity and openness that, man, I really believe that I cannot do it. So my body is actually shutting me down at like four miles. And I just and, and so how do you get past it? And at the risk of belaboring. And I had that happen when I was in, in high school trying to bench press 200 pounds. For whatever reason, my mind had that so built up that I couldn't do it. So what happened was, is the people that I was working out with, these are their kids, you know, you know, seniors. I was a junior. What they did was, is they like unbeknownst to me while I was really pumping myself up because I was going to do one ninety five. They put on two oh five. And I didn't know it. And so I did it and they go, see. And I'm like, I don't know. We'll see what I did. One ninety five. I'm still screwed. And they're like, no, dude, we put two oh five on. And I was like, What? mind blow that was awesome but it's kind of an example of how of how strong beliefs can be that can hold you back
1: right exactly i had a trainer one time i was doing the same thing it was like doing push-ups or something and he gave me some ridiculous number and i was like i don't think i can do that and he said just give it a try maybe you'll surprise yourself and i love that phrase because when you're open and you're curious you can explore the outer limits of what you might think or believe or feel or desire. And that can give you a lot of information about what's possible.
0: One of the things, too, about openness and curiosity that it's, it's a little bit of a trick that I use is that in your brain, the part where curiosity and openness happens is in your neocortex, which is that part I've referenced before. This is thin as a credit card. When you get down into the gray matter of your brain, you're getting into a bunch of pre organized neural networks that only do a certain thing so when you are able to get into the neocortex and think which is what happens with curiosity and reflect anything is possible that your brain can do it's all possible and and at that point it's because that's the part of our brain that literally organizes our brain so that's the part actually we would probably call the mind how the mind would organize so what we're doing you know even in explaining this to you is it's, it's a very simple way of going like get in your neocortex and think honestly about this and every single every single thing that's going on inside there i realize it's kind of technical but i want i just want to say there's this is not just a kitschy way to explain something and actually does do something in your brain
1: exactly and once you've got those possibilities in front of you now you can start setting some goals that are based on your values and i realize this you might feel a little bit cheated here because we're going to end the episode in just a moment um, and we've talked mostly about the first two resources, acceptance and then openness and curiosity. And we're sort of leaving you hanging with this goals and values thing. And that's because we want to do a, a mini series on values. There's a lot that can be said about your values and how to live from your values, and identify them, all that kind of stuff. But once you have all these possibilities in front of you, now you can connect to the ones that are most in line with who you are and what's important to you. And start setting goals that are based on those. But in order to do that, you've got to know yourself and what your values are and what's important to you. But when you've gone through this process of looking at what is from the past and accepting it and then looking towards the future and seeing what could be, you can see who you really are, what you really do value. And if you agree with that and if you don't, you can start making new goals for yourself to put yourself either in alignment with your actual values or to change your values altogether to say, you know what? I don't value that because I'm not investing in it. I value this instead over here. Now I need to get my life in alignment in that direction.
0: Yeah, and as we close up here, this is exactly what we're talking about as far as going with your therapist, because you could show up with your therapist at that point and go, you know what? I've been really honest with myself and I've looked at I've looked at things openly and I don't know how to set these goals because. If if I continue to work with that, I see all these possibilities and I don't know what I guess I don't really know what is going to be the best for me realistically. And that that's the stuff of therapy, because that's where you start getting into the depth of like of the change that's possible for you.
1: Yeah. And just in closing here, there's a temptation to to fall into shame. You know, if you're looking at what was and you're like, oh, that sucks, that's not who I want to be. You know, it's tempting to then judge and criticize yourself and to say that that's bad, but I want to just give you a, a piece of encouragement because when you identify what has been and that you need to go in a different direction, and once you get over kind of the grief of that or the, a little bit of the the shame of that, you can actually see where you can live more in alignment with what you believe and who you are, and that can be very liberating. That can be very empowering where you decide, wow, I, I really thought I was this kind of person over here and I was living the way I thought you should, but now I'm living over here in the way that I actually want to in a way that's in alignment with what I really care about. You know, I thought I had to do all these things for other people, but now I only want to do that some of the time and now I want to do some of these things for myself because I matter also. Like, that's a that's a good thing. You can actually be more of yourself and find greater life, happiness and joy living out of your values um, when they're in alignment with who you are so thank you thank you for listening um, thank you for staying with us through the start of a new year we hope that we can help you get the most out of your therapy and to do that well because ultimately like we've said in previous episodes and we said at the beginning of the episode we're here for you we want to help you to make therapy efficient to help you to be happy and healthy and have
0: great relationships have a great day and a happy new year Thanks for
1: listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt and you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening.